Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. They're not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Made it to a Thursday. It's hour one with the boys, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board, whether you're listening, watching, maybe both. Say good morning to our radio affiliates around the world, 362 of those great affiliates. Also, our TV partners, uh, BR Live and DirecTV, the Audience Network, Channel 239 for the time being. Have a pull question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. And if you'd like to be part of the program, you can a variety of ways. You can tweet us at DP Show, email. Do people still email the show? They do. Oh, they do. There's a situation with email for years. A lot of the emails are long-winded, and those are hard to give to you to put Mm -hmm. on air. I would say if you can give a line or two with a direct point to you, Mm -hmm. it might get on air. Okay. And you can dot us up. The old-fashioned way. Same thing. If you're long-winded, it's hard to get past Mario. Speaking of which, long-winded, yes, Tom. I was just going to say, I hate people that are long-winded. Just get to the point. Lambling. Uh, speaking of Mario, by the way, the calendars, we are signing as many as we can, as fast as we can, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down. You know, most people are happy when the mail comes. Like, you get excited when the mail comes. You want to see a little guy who gets so sad when the mail shows up? Mario. Because he knows it's just... I. I don't know how many calendars we sold, but I think everyone we sold, which is over <laughs> 2,000, have been sent back here for us to autograph. We will get those out. Promise. We're going to sign them and get those out as fast as we can. At some point during 2020, Mario says he will get the calendars out to you. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has never been one to hide his emotions. And during the introductory press conference for new head coach Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones said that he heard bells during the interview. Jerry's in love. Did you guys ever hear bells when you were in love? Have you been in love? Seton, did you hear bells? I hear ringing in my ears all the time. Okay. I don't know that class much as bells. <laughs> that's but... just the show, I think. Yeah. That's wearing headphones all these years. <laughs> McLevin, what about you? Did you hear bells when you met More Sarah? Like birds chirping. Chirping? Yeah, a lot of chirping. 
I don't think I heard anything when I first fell in love with my wife. Like I, it, like everything was silent. Oh, like a movie scene where yes. it's just a cloudy. Yes. Yeah. It was just like everything stopped. I didn't hear anybody see anything. I just remember the first time I ever saw her walking down the hallway, and I remember what she was wearing. And I went. I told my producer. I said, "I'm going to marry her." And he goes, "You don't even know her." I go, "I'm going to marry her." You're a man of your word. So yes. Yeah. And you know how competitive I am. I didn't want to marry her. I just said <laughs> I was going to marry her, so now i got to marry her. And now 33 years later. But I do remember what she was wearing. First time I ever saw her. Yes, McLovin. Is it cool to say you had butterflies in your stomach? Is, are guys allowed to have butterflies? I don't know. He's like, yeah, I might have had a little of that. Nowadays you can say that. Yeah, I had some butterflies in my stomach. Yes, he did. I do remember when my wife walked into the room and I first saw her. I remember I was standing in the corner holding a drink. And I remember all of a sudden feeling very awkward about like I don't know what to, how to stand here anymore. Like uh, how do I where do I put my hands? How do I how do I just look normal? Like this woman didn't just walk in the well, room. Well, trying to look normal, you yeah, don't look normal. And you're like, <laughs> what am I doing with my hands? Todd, did you hear bells? I had maybe I had little goosebumps. And I heard a little Barry White in my ear a little bit. So just, I felt something romantic was going on there. Never heard bells. It wasn't like a ding 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 that's the winner or something like that. Where, like, give me the scene when you first saw your wife. We went out to dinner and. Well, no, no, the first time you met her. The first time I met her was at dinner. We met for oh, dinner. Was it a blind date? It was kind of a blind date. We had spoken on the phone several times and then we met for dinner at a rest- Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. And uh, I was just looking into her hazel green eyes and, and I liked her high cheekbones. And I liked but who set up the phone call? She was working as an elementary school teacher at the same at the same school as my mom was, as a matter of fact. And same school I went to and my brother went so to. So your mom was your wingman? She was looking for a nice Jewish girl to get me back from California, I guess, was her plan. You know, she would probably was, this an, arra- was this an arranged marriage? Was, was close to it. It was almost an arranged marriage. We, we didn't know what was going <laughs> to come of it, but we started talking. It all started when I got Derek Jeter on the phone with uh, my now wife when uh, – he was a guest on a show that I was working on in L.A., and I got him to call the school. So you were already working. acting unprofessionally yes. all the way back then. All the way back in uh, <laughs> 90, this was like November of 96. You're going to go wire to wire being unprofessional. And she was all excited that I got, uh, she got a chance to talk to Derek Jeter. Let's meet for drinks or whatever. Next time you're in town, and I was coming to town. Okay, to okay, okay. All right, we got this. And Once uh, again, here we are long-winded. Long-winded. Yeah. Get to the point. Goosebumps and Barry White. There you go. Paulie? At a bar in New Haven, Connecticut, I actually saw the curves before before I saw the face, and, oh. it, and it all went great. <laughs> and I remember saying to myself, "You do have uh, a type. You do have a type. Yeah, yeah. The, the Pamela Anderson type, yeah. in theory. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember saying to myself, if I don't talk to this girl, I'm going to be mad at myself all night. And but I was like, seeing, uh, I'm going to trip over something and fall into something because I'm never, I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of game, as they say. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, there is something to like, like you have to do this. Or you're going to really kick, like, regret not talking to this girl. You know? There, that absolutely was a thing, for sure. Like, you can't let this go by. Yeah, You McCormick. have to at least shoot your shot. I didn't know we were going to be able to tell the story of how we first met our wife in detail. I just I just answered the Bell's question. Yeah, I know. It was a cold night in the East Village. <laughs> you were lonely? <laughs> yes. Were you Pearl back then? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know, My wife day, met Pearl. Okay, the last show. Yes. Can we have a couple of Pearl stories? The, the last show we ever do. Oh, well, yeah. If you guys all give some of your quote-unquote Pearl stories. No, no, I, I will. I, 
I have no problem yeah. with that. Oh, my God. I would gladly share The that. last show, because I don't know who Pearl is. I just heard about Pearl. And we met your friends in Dallas and at the Super Bowl. And they, they were ta- raving about Pearl and who Pearl was. And then and I realized they were talking about you. The exact opposite of everything I am now, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, Paul. I met a guy. I think he works at TNT, and he's a friend of Andrew's from his old late 90s, early 2000s New York days. He's, I remember the quote was, Pearl was a machine. You couldn't keep up with him. Wow. Direct quote. In what? Uh, does that mean with like, women? No, with late food? night, yeah. going out, yeah. having fun. Pearl was the alpha. He was the bulldog. Oh, yes, Todd. But if he could share that Barbara Streisand story, is there anything that could be even worse or more? That's, still, than that? that's still the best one I got. I There's know, nothing better than that. I don't know if anybody can top that story, that McLovin's friend was apartment-sitting for Barbara Streisand, and then you got invited over, and then you put her bra on your head. Yes, weird, weird science style. That all actually happened. Okay. That's still it's – one, it's one of my favorite stories that we've unearthed here. But I, I don't know at what point do you go, hey, I got an idea. Let's go in Barbara Streisand's lingerie drawer and take out a bra and put it on her head. Yeah. Pretty much the second <laughs> I walked into the apartment, I'm like, I mean, how many opportunities do you have to do that? You're right. I mean, I, I never thought of it, but, God, that's a good story. Maybe one day. You know, the last show. There's a few stories that we've, we've hinted at. Of what we say on the last show. I have a, a general list of about 12 things from you that need to be aired, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah, see. That show's going to be a doozy. Yes, it is. <laughs> That'll be the last show whenever that is. By the way. <laughs> or if we ever want it to be our last show, oh, we can do true. this show and it'll become <laughs> our last show. Uh, there were uh, news reports yesterday of AT&T and DirecTV that, you know, we're still affiliated with them, but the radio show is going to continue. It's going to continue. It, nothing's going to change. We're still in, you know, 362 markets. We're trying to firm up other things. A new TV partner will let you know all of those things. But there were some tweets out there, some reports. Just want to let you know the radio show continues, and uh, we're going to stay the same. Uh, But we'll keep you informed on what happens with a new TV partner down the road and uh, how you can watch. But back to Jerry Jones. He heard bells. In fact, this is Jerry talking about when he first met with Mike McCarthy. I did hear bells. My sister explained to my dad one time when she was explaining why she wanted to divorce. And dad loved her husband. And he said, what's gotten into you? And she said, I don't hear bells. He said, bells, bells. I hadn't heard bells for the last 30 years. What's that got to do with it? <laughs> well, the bottom line is that's a dad trying to advise his daughter on the right move. The bottom line is I heard bells. Jerry also said that uh, it, it might have been love at first sight, but he had already made up his mind on Mike McCarthy. I knew Mike McCarthy before he ever walked through these doors. And I knew it from a lot of different directions, so that while our time together initially talking about this job was meaningful, so much more went into how and why he's sitting at this table today. I don't know if Cowboy fans heard bells when Mike McCarthy was announced, but um, hey, if he gets you to a Super Bowl, then you'll probably hear more than that. 
But Mike McCarthy, you know, when you see these guys who normally don't wear suits, used to be coaches wore suits on the sidelines. You know, Tom, Tom Lander, uh, Vince Lombardi, George Hallis. Now they wear sweatsuits. Now they try to get away, you know, look at Belichick. But when they get introduced at a press conference, when you see them wear a suit and tie, Mike McCarthy looked like, you know, you get the guy, the, the, the boy who's wearing a suit for the first time, and he's not comfortable, and he has to go to a wedding, and it doesn't necessarily fit. Mom, you know, combed his hair for him. It looked like he's got, a, you know, a shirt that's, you know, probably a 17 neck, but he's actually at 18, but kind of <laughs> crammed it into the 17 neck there, and he's just... He's looking uncomfortable. Matt Rule did the same thing in Carolina. Like, these guys can't wait to get out of that suit and get back into, you know, what they normally go and uh, coach practice with. But watching that yesterday with Mike McCarthy, I'm thinking, this is awkward. It doesn't – he doesn't look comfortable in that suit and tie. I told you the two things that I wanted to know about uh, the Cowboys now with Mike McCarthy taking over. What kind of team are they? You know, because Mike's a passing guy. He's an offensive-minded guy in today's NFL. And you have Dak Prescott, who threw for, what, nearly 5,000 yards? Are you going to get back to the nuts and bolts of we're going to run the football here? And I also wanted to know, Mike McCarthy was on the sidelines in Green Bay when Des Bryant, to me, made the catch, made an athletic move, fumbled the ball, and then Dallas, they ruled that uh, an incomplete pass. So I wanted to know if you asked, Mike McCarthy, did Dez catch the ball? Here's Mike McCarthy. You were at that divisional playoff game. Did Dez catch it? <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. <laughs> Tough question. No, that's all. I'll, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I, I, I had one time out, and, and I think we had a little over four minutes left in the game, and, and I said after the game, that was one hell of an athletic play. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was impressed because, I mean, Dez and Sam Shields, I mean, you talk about two two great athletes going after the football. So, but I asked the question in regards to how the role was written, and I was given the right answer by the referee, so then I challenged it. So, and if he wouldn't have answered the question the right way, you know, James Steratore, I, I would not have challenged it. So I, I think it was clearly a, a the technique technical role at that time. You know, Steven has since gotten a change on the competition committee. So, you know, so, oh, God. I can't it, I can't tell you how many people from Dallas have told me about that play. So it's, it's funny. But it, it was a great catch, I can say now. But it, it wasn't then, technically. So. Yeah. There you go. Good answer there. When in Dallas. I like how he mentions Gene, Gene Steratore. Yeah, he goes, and uh, yeah, if Gene Steratore hadn't said, <laughs> I would have never challenged it. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. Uh-oh. Uh, this program brought to you by LegalZoom. They're there to help you out in the new year if you're starting a business that will or living trust. Make sure you use the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout for special savings. LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. By the way, if this show goes off the rails today, uh, you've been warned. Maybe it's already gone off the rails. Pre-show, we were talking about Jeopardy. I'm trying to think, uh, we're we're talking about what were the uh, things that we uh, we we went off the rails in the pre-show? The royal well, you, family. You oh, the great, royal family. And right. you have a great poll question off Alex Trebek too. Yeah, I'm watching the greatest of all time Jeopardy last night, and I I texted the Danettes halfway through the show, and I said, 
tougher to replace? Like if you were going to have to go in and replace this person in their job, Alex Trebek or Bill Belichick? And none of the Danettes answered in the moment, but I did bring it up again because we were watching last night, and I, McLevin said, you know, they did, they of course missed the sports question last night, these, these great guys up there. Yes, McLevin. Well, they had nailed, the, they had a bunch of sports questions all week, and this is the only one they missed. Yeah. They're really good at sports. Holzhauer's. Yeah. Well, Holzhauer's, yeah, really good. But this one, and I, I'll bet you $100 you get it without even reading it. I usually don't get the ones I'm supposed to get. That might be this one you're supposed to get. You're right. You might not know, but I would th- immediately I'm like, oh, damn, would have gotten out of sleep. Well, then we'll we'll tease it, as we like to say in the business. But if we go off the rails, because we were talking about Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle, that they're going to relocate. They're stepping back from their roles. They're not stepping down. You step back from your role. I got a lot of stuff on this. As a royal. And now they're going to go to Canada, relocate there. But I th- they may split time between L.A. and Canada. That's what I'm thinking. Does Meghan Markle get back into acting? What does Prince Harry do? Maybe it's, you know, charity philanthropic. Maybe he continues to do what he does. But it'd be kind of cool if, like, Prince Harry picks you up in an Uber and you're going to uh, La Cienega, please. Yes, Todd. I would love to see him showing up in an Uber or Lyft taking you where you want to go around Los Angeles. He's got to do something. Yeah. They're going to downsize and, you know, and move. Are you allowed to move out of England? I'm surprised. I thought you would, like, the, the queen mother, what, is that what they call it? I, I think, How would she allow this to happen? Yeah, the queen's, I don't think the queen's too happy. I, I don't I don't think so. I think that uh, was reflected in the Christmas card they put out. Is royalty something you can remove from yourself? Because if you're royal, isn't that, like, a birthright? Can you be unroyaled? I have no idea. But once again, this is what we got into. We were talking about Jeopardy and... Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle deciding they're going to step up, step back from being a royal. But you know what? He's got no chance to become king anyway. He had a great gig. Can't say no chance. It's like the Browns uh, winning the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. All right. A lot of very Yes. But he's like seventh and eighth in line or something like that. See, that I always wanted to be Prince Harry. Never his brother, Wills, because Wills has pressure. He's the backup quarterback of the royalty world. Yeah. I mean, Harry's – everybody loves the backup quarterback. He's uh, – who was uh, uh, Peyton Manning's backup? Jim Sorgi. Jim Sorgi. <laughs> the Jim Sorgi of royalty. The Jim Sorgi of royalty there. Now he's like a – he's a – what's it called? A scout team? He's a scout team quarterback now. He's fourth string, fifth string. I don't think – he's not on the, the team. He left the team. He's in the uh, XFL, the American Alliance of Football. Yes, we have a lot more on this. He's not allowed to leave the team. You can't. Okay, hold on. Let's take a break here. Because, once again, my mind's blown here with what's happening with the Royals. Uh, Ryan Leaf, our good buddy, will be in uh, next hour. Always good to see him. Uh, Let me see. Anything else I need to mention? Basketball last night. uh, Trey Young and James Harden going toe-to-toe. Some bad shooting, man. God, did I miss my moment, my window of opportunity to be a gunner who didn't have to make a great percentage. Because that's all it is now. There are guys who are really good shooters, and then there are there are guys who are just volume shooters. And James Harden is a volume shooter. Luka Doncic last night, I watched that with the, the Nuggets. It wasn't a great game. Nuggets ended up winning. So we got a few things to talk about there, and uh, we'll take a break. 19 after the hour, this still is the Dan Patrick Show. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. 
What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Got a play of the day, a couple of stats of the day as well. I like how everybody was picking apart Tom Brady's Instagram post line by line, word by word. What's that mean? It feels like, to me, it was Tom uh, being strategic. It's, if you want me back, I want to come back. I'd like to be compensated correctly. I've given you 20 years. I hope there's more. If there's not, I just want to say thank you and I'm willing to go play someplace else. I, I, I was told yesterday by a source, you know, that I, I he goes, uh, you keep bringing up the Chargers as a place for Tom to go. He goes, I, I think uh, if I was going to pick a team, it'd be the Titans. And I go, wait, they got their quarterback in Ron Tannehill. And then he laughed, and I said, wait a minute. They got their quarterback. And he said, to be able to go in there with Mike Vrabel, who, you know, he worked with with the Patriots, their friends, and you got a quarterback in there, and I said, okay, so he'd go to Tennessee. I said, it just seems strange that he would go to Tennessee. And he said, you, got, you, you keep talking about location. You know, Tom, Tom can go wherever he needs to go. It's the situation is going to be really important to him. And I go, okay. I said, it still makes more sense with the Chargers because there, there is a lot of talent there, and he can be in L.A., Family, they have a home there, and, uh, and so this my source said, well, he can rent in Tennessee. And I said, okay. But this speculation with Brady, it, I, I still think that he put pressure on Belichick and Kraft. That's, that's what this was. And he let the fans know, I've given you everything. I'd love to come back. I still have something to prove. And if I can't do it here, then I'll go someplace else to prove it. Yeah, McLevin. Doesn't Nicole Kimmon live in Nashville now? Isn't this uh, the hot? Oh, a lot of a lot of cool people live. Yeah, there. so maybe he can make. Kirk Herb Street lives in Nashville. Ooh, Brady and Herbie. You'd like to live on that block if you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be out waiting at the mailbox all day, waiting for you know for Herbie and uh, Tom to come out and get the mail. Oh, hi Herbie. Hi Sally. Hey Tommy. Hi Sally. 
All right, uh, you got the details on the Royal situation there and the Jeopardy question, the sports question they missed last night. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, their last name isn't Sussex, but they're, it's Prince Harry of Sussex. Uh, they announced they're stepping back as senior members of the royal family. Aren't they like Mount, Mount, Mount Batten or something yes. like Is that their last name? Yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of hyphens. Okay. After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year and starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. So they're not leaving. They're stepping back. We end step, we're stepping back as senior members of the royal family and we'll continue to and we'll work to become financially independent, which is a big deal. We'll continue to support Her Majesty the Queen. So the Sussexes, Harry and Meghan Markle, are funded by the Sovereign Grant, which is basically an arm of the taxpayers of London, of, of England. And so they will be foregoing that money going forward, it appears so. Hmm. And they're going to geographically split between North America and England, a little vague with North America. Yeah, because North America means Vancouver, where they vacationed, and or Los Angeles, where maybe she would like to relocate where she's from. My sources are hearing could oh. be a, a triumvirate, oh. a nod to rush there, by the way, and it could be Vancouver, Los Angeles, and London. London. Yes, Stephen. So it is interesting, though, in terms of, like, succession, right, where he's sixth in line right now. But if you're not an active member of the family, then I don't know that you're even up for consideration. Is he abdicating? No. His, oh, he's not. He's not. He I is, just wanted to say that. I, the abdication of yes, the throne? Yes. The last person to abdicate the throne was Edward VIII, and he was a player. In 1936, he forfeited the crown to marry American Wallace Simpson, a divorcee. And uh, when he tapped out, Elizabeth got right in line there for the throne. Snagged it up. But wasn't that – was the King's speech part of that, that movie? Was that part of this where his brother – decided to step aside and then... I believe so. Okay. Yes, Todd? I thought it was gutsy when Phil Jackson once said, I'll coach, but I'll only coach the home games. They could actually actually relocate and still have all the positives that come with being royalty but live wherever they want outside of England. How is that possible? Yeah, that'd be just... That'd be all road games there for them. Yeah, Paul. But my people are saying the queen ain't having it, and she has to give permission for them to do this. This is They have responsibilities. But the reason they're foregoing the financial benefits of being royalty is means if I'm not getting paid, I don't have to show up to parades. Do you realize that when we were in New York for the Super Bowl and we did the uh, DirecTV Beach Bowl, Serena Williams was there. Uh, I remember uh, Carissa Thompson was my co-host. A lot of celebrities were there. And then you had former NFL players. And I remember seeing this woman, and I knew that she was on a show, Suits, that I'd never seen. And I just remember she had dark hair, very striking. I had no idea who she was. I just knew her name, and it was I, – I always thought of the baseball player Fred Merkel, who had the uh, mistake in the World Series, like 1912 World Series. Fred Merkel, and it was Megan, Megan Markle. And I go – She's more of a possession receiver in that game, if I remember right. Uh I just, she was playing in the game. So the Duchess was playing in that game that year on the Beach Bowl. Yes, Paul. I'm watching it. She's uh, covering Guy Fieri. So she went from, (laughs) I'm not kidding about this. She went from covering Guy Fieri to being the princess of England. Did did she lock down diners, drive-ins, and dives? Yeah, and she's uh, setting a pick on Tom Arnold. Now she's uh, married to Prince Harry. Yeah, she's a Duchess of Flavortown. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, there's Chrissy Teigen's in the game. Look at this celebrity. Didn't somebody's pants get pulled down? Uh, Chrissy Teigen's got pulled down. Oh, they did? And Marissa Miller's got pulled down once, according to our sources. Yeah, yeah, I remember that with Marissa Miller. What a, what a chaotic scene. Warren Moon was uh, two for two to Meghan Markle, according to our stats. Mm. Tony Gonzalez was in the game. How crazy was that? Was Joe Montana in that game? I'm checking, but Tony Gonzalez and uh, was on the same def- defense as Meghan Markle. She's playing lockdown defense on Maria Menounos. Sounds like there was a lot of moons if they were pulling people's pants. Oh, okay. There's Warren Moon and then a couple of other moons. Thank you, Tom. What happened? All right. Thank you. All right, McLovin, the Jeopardy question. I told you, you've been warned if the show went off the rails, which it, it officially has. But can I just uh, tell you some of the celebrities who live in Nashville before we do that? If sure. Tom wants to move there. Okay. Well, obviously, we mentioned Nicole Kimmon and her Keith husband. Urban. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, Taylor Who's Swift, has a huge house there. But the reason I think that they're best friends, how about Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler? The combination of entertainment and quarterback, mm. Tom could kick it over there, and, and Giselle, I think Nashville's a future home. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Paul. If someone produces a reality show with Jay Cutler and Prince Harry, I'm in. I'm all in on that. Not, oh, oh, no, no, he's Tom not Brady. moving there. We're talking about Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, I think I'll know that even better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, how about this as a poll question? More likely to back, be back with their team next year, Prince Harry, Tom Brady. Does Prince Harry feel the Tom pressure? Brady. Okay. I'm going to go TV 12. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Prince Prince Harry's gonzo. It's Tom he, Brady is this country's Prince Harry. Is he? Yeah. He's married to a I think he's woman. a king. He's not a prince. Yeah, Paul. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies. Yes. <laughs> Apology accepted. All right, before we completely forget, do you want the Jeopardy? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm hold sure. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you going to call for a category? Or? I don't know what the categories are. I don't either. It's not listed here. Sports for 200. Or is James Holzhauer, sports for two. He didn't even, okay. he can't even waste time to give you 200. Steve Larkin went on from this university to a Hall of Fame pro <laughs> career, then returned home to represent this area in Congress. What is Oklahoma? I don't know if we accept that. It's Tulsa. Oh, well, he went to the University of Tulsa. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, the area in Congress. I wonder, we have to go to the judges. What do you think, Dan? You you uh, you know how it works. I, I guess I... He represents Oklahoma in Congress, you're yes. right. But the answer, they were looking for Tulsa. Oh. Well, actually, I don't know. That's what everyone on Twitter said. Wait, give me the question again. Okay. I'm Steve reading. Largent left this place. Steve Largent went on from this university, sorry, Tulsa. this university, to a Hall of Fame pro career, then returned home to represent the area in Congress. Okay, but then it would be Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. Then I, but I, I think a lot of the questions were tricky like that. Yeah, like I, I, I would have missed that. Well, would you have? Yeah, I would have. They wouldn't have given me credit for that. They, yeah, they, they might have said Oklahoma. We got to be more specific, and then I would have said Tulsa. Well, and we thought they would have known that one. Was Tulsa? Yeah, see. And then he would have done it. Ooh, no, we're looking for Oklahoma. Alex is a beast up there. Yeah, he really is with what he's going through. And you know what? I, I, I'll let you in something personally. He reached out to me a couple of times in an email. And just he's checking on me. And I sent him a note, I don't know, three days ago. And I just said, hey, just hope you're you're doing great. You look like you're killing it. And I'm, you know, proud to know you, blah, blah, blah. And he's he 
he's going through an awful lot with pancreatic cancer. But you see him up there. He's, I remember when he got his knee done. He got his knee replaced. And uh, he, we were talking about it because I got mine done. And I said, but you got to do the rehab there. I think he was back like three days later or something. You could see him limping on the stage. And I said, you, you got to do the rehab and the pain meds, man. And he's just such a tough guy. But I started thinking about that last night. I'd hate to, and I, and I almost had the opportunity, or at least I was presented the opportunity of the possibility if Alex stepped down, this is probably four years ago maybe, and, uh, you know, they, some people there at Sony reached out to me and said, would you be interested in, in doing this? And then we start talking about, because then Alex decided he was going to stay on for a few more years. Then we came up with Sports Jeopardy. So I got to meet Alex, went to dinner with him, came on one of the Sports Jeopardy shows, and, uh, you know, formed somewhat of a relationship there. But uh, no, I was very moved by the fact that he would reach out to check on my health, because obviously what he's going through. But trying to replace him. And I had the opportunity to replace Bob Barker. And... I, I chose not to do that. And the, the guys were saying, well, that would have been equally as tough. And I don't know if it would be. To me, Alex Trebek stands alone with game show host. You know, Bob did it for a long, long time. But I didn't want to do The prices is Right and turn that down. And you know what? Drew Carey's the right person for that. I didn't want to do that. I was never formally presented a Jeopardy. And I, I, I don't know if I, I would have wanted to do that. It's a tough job. It really is. Alex makes it look easy. Plus, I don't want to follow follow that legacy. I'd rather follow Bill Belichick than I would Alex Trebek. I would. Yes, for sure. You ever regret not being part of Plinko and the Showcase no. Showdown and the no. Mountain Guy? No. I, don't, I don't know if I could be up like that every day. I, I don't know. Remember, it's not every day. <laughs> well, no. You know what happens is these guys, when you shoot Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak's a monster, too. I think he'll do six or seven Wheel of Fortunes. Like, he's he's a beast, too, when it comes. Alex will do five shows in a day. They'll tape them. And, you know, he probably worked 50 days out of the year. But out of that, you have to tape all of these episodes. And Pat Sajak, who went through his own health issues. But to be able to do that and, and keep your mental focus. By the time that, that last game comes around, I did four in a day. And I went, my mind is spent. But uh, I would rather follow Bill Belichick than I would Alex Trebek. Yes, Paul. I would disagree a little bit about Bob Barker because at the peak of Bob Barker, he was a household name. He was in similar to Alex Trebek. He was in movies. You remember the Sandler movie? I mean, that he was high-end royalty of the that world. And Price of Right was very popular. And I think what they did right with Drew Carey is – they replaced him with someone just as likable and just as big and just as popular. Drew Carey's a – who doesn't like Drew Carey? Yeah. And especially at that time, he was the perfect fit to have a seamless transi- transition. Yeah. No, I agree. They got the right guy. Still the most baffling – this is 20 years ago. Wasn't it 1999 when the Spurs are in the finals and I was going to the NBA finals? And I get this call that says, We're, we want to offer you prices Right. Out of nowhere. We went off your prices right. And I go, awesome. Okay. Um, but we just want to see you on stage. And I said, look, I'm going to the NBA Finals. Well, we'll build a stage in San Antonio. We just, want to, we just want to see you on stage. You know, your height and, you know, certain the whole camera, pre- whatever it is. And I said, I, 
how much are you paying me? Will tell you when you take the job. Still one of the more baffling negotiations. Well, there was no negotiation. It was when you take the job, we'll tell you the salary for prices right. And I go, I, I, I have a great job. I can't do that. Because I was at the mothership, and I thought, can I walk away from If I walk away from this, then, you know, I'm not coming back. And I said, no, I, I can't do it. And then it wasn't too, too much longer after that that they go, and Drew Carey is your new host of Price is Right, and his salary is $10 million a year. <laughs> what? And that's when you want to call him back. Wait, <laughs> on second, second thought, yeah, I'll, I'll leave ESPN behind. Who, who offers a job and says, I'll tell you the salary after you take the job? Like Priceline. Remember Priceline? With, <laughs> you buy the plane tickets and you buy it, and they say, it's going to be the best price, I guarantee it. And then you find out after you buy it. Yeah, William Shatner's there to say, you can have the job. Yes, McLeod. They actually make you do one of those Yodelahi-Who games to determine your salary. <laughs> or, like you're spinning, or, or you spin the wheel, whatever it lands on you got. Yes, Todd. Imagine taking a movie role or a coaching position, and they're going to tell you after what the team is or what the role is going to be. It's yes. Just, Imagine if Jerry Jones says to Mike McCarthy, you can have the job, but if I'll tell you the salary once you take the job. Although Mike might say yes. I wasn't out of a job, and I had a great job, but that's still that's mind-boggling. But um, – did we find out the Jeopardy schedule? So are there any more greatest of all time they have tonight? Is that uh, – do we know what the schedule is? Crickets? Yeah, we're efforting, Dan. You, Paul, you just sent me. It's kind of a, a best of seven. Uh, match three is tonight, January 9th. Uh, match oh, my four. God. They're going into next week. It, it's whoever gets three wins out of seven. Three match wins. It's like match play. So match five, six, and seven are next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, if necessary. And right, right now it's 1-1. One, one. Holzhauer won. Jennings won. And the other guy, Rudder, not. Yes, Tom. And it's not 2-3-2 two, two or anything like that. It's all in the same place. Thank you, Tom. Take a break. Play of the day up next. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play of the day. Brother, left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. 
touchdown. Just because you get the offensive rebound doesn't mean you have to shoot the ball. Stanley! My goodness, a perfect pass. But it's harder for than anybody other than somebody who can get up like that. It was either Stanley or someone in the stand. Duke improves to 14-1 on the air. By the way, my favorite Tom Petty song. Learning to fly, but I ain't got wings. Awesome. That's courtesy of the ACC Network. Play of the day brought to you by LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. Go to LegalZoom.com, enter the promo code Patrick at checkout for special savings. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Got a couple of uh, email here. Did we settle on a poll question, McLevin? Yeah, I put up uh, who is harder to succeed or uh, which side would be harder to do, following Bill Belichick or following Alex Trebek at Jeopardy. Okay, did you spell Trebek correctly? I did because I spelled it wrong on the email. Okay, good. I took okay. out the C. Yeah, I was worried yeah, about no, that. Yeah, no, I actually looked at that. Uh, It'd be I tough to get, you know, pay tribute to him and then misspell his name. Uh, so 57% say Alex Trebek. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to follow in those footsteps. I wouldn't. Uh, let me see. Some email here. Andy from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. We got email. I know. Is it an eclipse? Well, two day, the guys in the back, I think I put a little pressure on them by saying, are we still taking email? And uh, Was that a, like, oh, I haven't been getting any email? Yeah. Well, no, they don't give me the email. Uh, you got to look for it to get it and then print it and then walk all the way out. They got to walk like about 14 feet to get over here, Seton. Wow. So those, yeah, Paul. So this is reactionary email. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, no, the email come in. It's reactionary that they went to get the email. But now, since you're looking at it, we'll get more better email input. More better. That's what we hope to get as a show. We want to get more better. Solid and improving. Uh, Andy in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. My girlfriend and I met online. Our first date was at a Minnesota Wild hockey game. She fainted, waiting to get into the game, didn't talk to me until 10 minutes left bringing her home almost a year now. She literally fell for me on the first date. Okay. All right, Andy. Well done. Well played. Uh, after 40 years being married, I remember the first time I laid eyes on my wife. She walked out of the kitchen with her uniform on. I knew right away she looked like the Land Lakes butter woman, and I knew I was smitten. Smoke show. I forget what the Land Lakes butter woman looks like. Do you guys rem- remember her? I don't. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, Kyle. Suck it back row. Dan, you mentioned how big a fan uh, influence Howard Stern has been on your show. Have you ever thought about writing a book like his most recent one where you talk about your favorite guest and the transcripts uh, transcripts of those interviews? Um, I don't know how long Howard been, had been working on that book of interviews, but this is probably – Seven years ago, I was approached about writing a book uh, about the interviews that I've done on the show. And I said, what I would love to do is have a transcript of the interview. So talk about, you know, my relationship with Mike Krzyzewski, let's say. And you put the interview on there or the interviews that you had. And then I wanted to have the guest, let's say uh, Jerry West or Mike Krzyzewski, go in and critique my interview and they so you'd actually have that on the page so we'd have the interview then they could go back and say that question i liked or you know that one got me off guard i I would want to know what they thought of the interview not what i thought of the interview i give you that but i wanted to give them an opportunity to go you know their relationship with me uh what they thought of these questions 
every time they come on, what do they expect? You know, that, that was the only way I wanted to do it is it's not a tutorial because I do interviews differently than most people do, but I would just show you what my, my philosophy is. Uh, I probably just have a segment, a chapter on interviewing itself on what my goal is, strategy is when I do interviews. But that was the only thing that I thought of. And, you know, Howard has a, the, the time, time is a luxury for Howard because he can have somebody in there for an hour, two hours. You know, what he did with Hillary Clinton was almost two hours. But if Hillary had done that interview with Howard Stern when she was running for the presidency, I do believe she would have been the president. I, I think that the, the reaction to her and how he was able to, you know, because Howard has set up this landscape where if you go in, you play by his rules. And, and that's the genius there. You know, and he's very, very curious. So if you have that and you go in, then you as a guest don't want to let him down. Like when I would go on Letterman, I didn't want to let Letterman down. I would give more than I needed to. But if you go on Howard Stern's show, you know I I, I got to live up to a certain level here. And Hillary Clinton went in and did that. So, you know, more power to him and Howard and his ability to be able to do that. Because I don't think he was ever been – he was ever given credit for being a good interviewer. Now he's given credit for being a great interviewer, and rightfully so. Yeah, Paul. And, and in the past few years, I think Howard's almost like a psychologist with his guests because he's been in therapy for so long. Yep. He seems to break them down and, and almost serve as an uh, interviewer slash psychologist, and he gets real deep. But this is why I didn't do well in therapy because I did go to therapy. I asked questions. Like I couldn't help myself because therapist is asking you questions, and then, like, I want to know who you are to ask me these questions before I tell you these answers. And the therapist goes, this isn't the way this works. <laughs> and I think I went three times, and I said, I, I, can't do, I can't do this. I can't handle this. I asked the questions. Like, I don't like being interviewed. And I, so I didn't, I didn't go back to him. Yeah, see. Why do you think you don't like answering questions? I don't... <laughs> What you did. I see what I did. Nice. Just turned out on you. you Why do you think that is, Dan? You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Time's up. Yep. Got to go. See you next week. One hour in the books, two more to go. Ryan Leaf joining us. There are things that should not be copycat killers. They exist. Those who are compelled to turn bloody fiction into a real-life horror story. He's inspired by the Joker. They do it because the acts give them power and control. The life is together. Life imitates art. And unfortunately, so does death. Real from Podcast One, he brought you Murder Made Me Famous, comes the next great true crime podcast, Copycat Killers. Join host Dr. J. Buzz Von Ornsteiner as he analyzes true crimes based on Hollywood hits. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. 
five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.